Good morning, good afternoon, good night, my dears. Welcome to the Worldwide Podcast, Swedish edition. Yeah, I guess this is the first country of the north that we are talking, right? Uh, yeah, first Scandinavian country. So, Scandinavian, yeah, for sure. So, it's going to be very important. And don't feel the pressure on you, Victor. <laughs> But before oh. introducing our guest of the night, I just want to ask how's Guilherme? How's he going, bro? Hey, hey, guys. Uh, I'm good. I'm ready to go out after this podcast. There's some cool events happening here in Cape Town. And my guest is obviously coming with me, which is Victor, my amazing Swedish friend here from Cape Town. Uh, how are you, Victor? How are you doing? I'm super good. Super excited to be here with you guys. And also to go out with you, officer. <laughs> That's the main thing. That's the main so, thing. so basically, you guys got a, you know, a dinner you know, arranged before explained to our listeners. Supposedly. So normally here in Cape Town, since groceries are so expensive, we always just eat out because it's a lot of times cheaper, which is insane, actually, because yeah, South Africa, the minimum wage is kind of low and still groceries are insanely expensive. So a lot of times before going out, we just go have dinner. And yeah, yeah. that's that's the night for us. So tonight's going to be one of those, I guess. Okay, so, so having having lunch or dinner out, it's cheaper than getting, you know, going to the shop and buying a coupe at home. Most times. And yeah, it's crazy, bro. Most <laughs> so times. Uh, like, especially groceries here, especially if you compare them to, like, Germany, to Portugal, even uh, Spain, whatever. It's so much, like, more expensive here than in those countries. Uh, probably not Sweden, though. <laughs> yeah. Probably not Sweden. Groceries are actually very cheap in Sweden. You do be surprised. Eating oh. out is super expensive, though. Oh. So, like, it would be the opposite to South Africa, where eating out is super expensive and groceries are super cheap. Mm -hmm. I guess it's kind of like Amsterdam, because in the Netherlands, also, like, groceries are just, like, normal price, like Portugal. But then eating out is insanely expensive. I, I ate out, like, yeah. two times. One of the times my boss paid for it, so, <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was mainly just yeah. that. So, yeah, Victor, yeah, uh, no. tell the audience Sorry. a little bit on... Um, What you do? What's your um, what's your work? What's your what job? are you doing in South Africa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, my background is uh, chemical engineering, but I ended up working with pharmaceuticals. So that's why I'm here in Cape Town to do my master thesis. But I mm -hmm. also want to go beyond my master thesis to actually publish in an article paper, right? So that's right. why I'm here with this group, because I got invited. And uh, here I get to work with real-life data on tuberculosis, which I wouldn't be able to do back home. There you go. So, I mean, sounds very... So I'm here investigating uh, a new drug for tuberculosis. Yeah, Amazing. Those, Amazing. Those I always mistake tuberculosis with another like disease that used to be back in the day with sailors. That's called... I know the word in Portuguese, which is like <laughs> the, <laughs> the lack of vitamin because sailors back in the day oh, when they yeah, traveled. Yeah. And I mean, like 1500s, they didn't have any vitamins when they were sailing. So they got this disease called Chukubutu yeah. and they died on the boat. <laughs> so they were just I've like heard the stories. Board. <laughs> they bring oranges, right? To uh, compete that. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. oranges. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the thing that battled um, this disease. Mm. So, yeah, the difference we got medicines right nowadays. So yeah, I haven't tried modeling well. your orange yet, but maybe <laughs> yeah. hey, maybe it would work for tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> you should add that to your teasers. The the power of your the orange yeah. tuberculosis disease. 
<laughs> to get it. Yeah, my and professor is... just left, but you know, I will ask him tomorrow if I can do it in orange. <laughs> <laughs> Some more knowledge. How is the hospital uh, there in um, in here in South Africa compared to um, to Sweden? I mean, obviously, you... the standard of the buildings and stuff is uh, not as uh, well maintained and oh, stuff like that. But yeah. the hospital and the people who work here are actually very impressive. The Grutis here, here in Cape Town, South Africa, is a very impressive hospital. It's, for example, where they did the first heart transplant in the world. No fuck, mm. really? Yeah, All right. they have a what? lot of good research going on here. Oh, okay. so are there... Are, are... Are there a lot of people of color working uh, high-end jobs, like being a doctor and stuff like that as there well? Is, there is. There is for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The, the boss of my division is Kosa. Uh, oh, okay. That's, 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 cool. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, also, something, I, f I feel like this was probably the first thing that I told Victor about. Uh, also, the first thing that I tell Swedish people about Midsommar. The film. Oh, that bro, this movie. Oh, this movie is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, bro, yeah. I I'm pretty sure I've seen it. It's the one about the cult, right? Where there is this American yeah, yeah, yeah. group or UK yeah, group, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. And they go out in the forests. Yeah, I enjoyed that movie. It was, uh, it was scary, but it was disturbing, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like that was the objective with the whole film. It was just like to disturb people yeah, with yeah. like vibrant colors and a lot of... Uh, shining light yeah. as well because it was mostly the daylight daylight or... yeah there was only yeah. one scene uh, at night I guess the, the one that mm. they were you know sleeping and the guy approached the church and and I don't know did something it, it's been a while I've watched the movie but, yeah. but I do remember one scene at night but even yeah. then it wasn't like dark dark as it gets yeah like sure sure, sure for sure because they were also like on the day that like the it's the day with the highest amount of light so it was yeah. like almost 24 hours of light season, that was the whole yeah. premise of like them getting drugged and being like confused oh shit it's midnight it should be dark yeah, that's but why it's it makes sense. Yeah. a crazy yeah. movie Can you is it is it based little, little on, the... on real life right this yeah, actually happened that's what <laughs> oh, i was going to happen <laughs> ask oh fuck <laughs> Do you ask me if it's based on the real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie? Oh, I wouldn't. No, I, don't, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. We have some cults here, but no, I wouldn't think they would have a Midsommar thing like that. It was for me also a long time ago I saw it. I don't remember like in the initial shots if they said based on the real story or anything. All right. But from As far as I know, there is no connection to real life. We have other shows, the Swedish shows, that is connected to Swedish cults. They have done some strange things too, but not for this movie, no. All right. I, I bet that there's so many weird Swedish shows uh, in there. I don't know why. I feel like you guys I mean, have there, like very there are. weird. And actually, I learned about them here in Cape Town because I met this girl and her, she had like this hobby of watching foreign films and shows. And she, and when I told her I was from Sweden, she was like, damn, my favorite show is from Sweden. And I, she mentioned the show and I was like, what is this? I have no <laughs> idea. It has so little, so few views. That I don't know how she found it, but apparently she loves it. Yeah. yeah. Was she here from uh, South Africa? Yeah, hundred percent South African. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's that's weird. Bro, it always happens like this. Right? Whenever you go, whenever you go abroad, and someone approached me saying that they know a Brazilian TV show or kind of stuff or soap operas or whatever, I never know. 
<laughs> Popper, what is yeah, it? No, and no, also no, the no. songs, like they came by to me. I don't know if it's, you know, far from the mainstream or whatever, or I'm so dumb that I don't, you know, update myself on the new things, but I never know the things that from my country always happen. And another thing that was very strange when I got here, you know, the band ABBA, right? ABBA, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah. And, you know, in Sweden, I mean, of course, I've yeah, heard yeah. them from time to time. But as often as you hear them out in clubs here, it's insane. You can't go out it, with hearing one ABBA song every night. It also happens here in Brazil. If you go out sometimes, really? like in the end of the night, yeah, in the end of the night, around 4, 4 a.m., when people are, you know, about to leave the clubs, they play some, They would you play Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Yeah, Gimme or, or, or right? We Can <laughs> Dance. Or something like, We <laughs> Can Dance. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's the most popular well, one. Same, same that club never in happens back home. What? So Abba is no, no, Swedish never... and they don't even play their own people. In oh, the they do. Not in the clubs, no. But we play them like at home if someone enjoys them. But I mean, sure. clubs, no, it never happens. We do have Abba in clubs. Like mixes, I guess. Remixes, but still. They're very popular. Especially 80s, like 80s style uh events and parties they're yeah, always sure. the flashback clubs for sure yeah but victor could you just explain to the viewers what midsummer is like the whole celebration the whole event oh, yeah. what is Sorry, it i deviated from the subject <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about it now <laughs> so midsummer is the brightest day of the year in sweden which might sound strange for someone not living far up the northern hemisphere but basically, the seasons are so strong that during summer, the sun doesn't really set. You will see it go towards the horizon as the sun sets, and it will not go like straight down as you're used to in like here in Cape Town, if you live in the West Coast in California or something like that. It will kind of come from the side, touch the horizon, and then go right back up. Right. So we call it midnight sun. And the midsummer day is the brightest day of all. After that, we start going back to darkness because in the winter, it's the opposite. And obviously, the opposite is very depressing, right? So living in darkness yeah, so, so, so every far. day. So that's why we really try to celebrate the midsummer by being out all night. So you will have dinner outside and you will just have dinner, drink, do the traditions until very late and it will never get dark. And, and when is it? The weather is, it's... Uh, <laughs> 25th of June. It's the last, it's always the last Thursday in June, which this right. year is 23rd. 23rd this hmm. year. All right. Do you have any like crazy experiences in any Midsommar that you went? Like weird stuff that you saw? Cults? For me, <laughs> for me, no, I'm not the right person to ask for that. For sure, a lot of other Swedish persons will have that because usually you celebrate with your friends, right? And you will get super mm -hmm. drunk, and that's when stuff happens. Fun stories, right? <laughs> Sure. But for me, my me and my family is very split. We live in different cities and some even different countries. So midsummer has been the only occasion where we meet. All so right. I've been with the family every midsummer since oh, I forever. Got you. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where is the name of your hometown? It's called Bolange. It's Bolange. up northwest in Sweden. It's a tiny town, like tiny by global standards, fifty thousand people. It's like an industrial town. Right. How far from from Stockholm? It takes two hours to drive. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty. Not not, not that far. Not that yeah, it's just yeah, part far. of Lisbon. 
It sounds far but, for you? Uh, <laughs> Two hours? No, no, it's not far. It's not yeah, far. Yeah. But by All Swedish right. standards, it's still considered yeah. to be like a uh, country boy town or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I guess most people only live in cities normally, like in Sweden and also in Norway, because there's like, there's nothing outside of the cities, probably. So, and it's probably dangerous I mean, as Sweden, well. Sweden is 60% forest, so. Oh. There is not so much <laughs> without side of cities now. How much north did you went in Sweden? Like, uh, did you ever went like almost to the border of like North, north Norway or, or something have, like I that? Have. I went for a handball tournament up to a place called Budem, and it's one of the northernmost cities. Okay. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. How, how cold was it? Also... How cold was it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was during winter also, so it was super cool and dark, okay. as we talked about before. But luckily, you play handball inside, right? So, no. oh yeah. So handball is there's... pretty famous there, right? Handball really... is famous. Yeah, it's the third third largest sport. It would be soccer, hockey, then handball. Oh, amazing! Handball. Oh, yeah, handball. Yeah. Score yeah, goals with a hand. I don't know how you say it in Portuguese, but Portuguese and Spanish is pretty similar, right? And ball and ball, yeah, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. If I say very, Palomano, but it's I say actually Palomano in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Palomano in Spanish. Palomano. And in Portuguese, it would be maybe you don't have a word for it. No, yeah, it, it, it's different because uh, since I'm Brazilian, the word here is different than in Portugal. It's crazy. Mm. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, we call I didn't it. Know that. Yeah, yeah. We call it hangy ball here. Hangy ball. Hangy ball. And there, ball. Right. And there <laughs> in Portugal, they call just, it ball. And the ball. Oh. <laughs> and the ball. Basically. All right, all right. I didn't know the language has got so separated for you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can I, be. It can be. It can be. <laughs> it can be a lot. But the thing is that I normally only see like little kids play uh, handball in Portugal, at least. You you see like third graders or fourth graders. Then you don't see the sport anymore because I think it's uh, it's obligatory to learn the sport when you have PE class. Um, yeah. And then after that, you. You never see the sport, I guess, because I don't even think no, there's any I... competitions in Portugal of handball. Probably there is, bro. There is. there is. Yeah, uh, the Sporting and also Benfica, they got both teams. Oh, for, they got handball. handball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. Did I actually had no idea. Fuck. But even then if I guess you didn't it is... know, in all fairness, on a global scale, the sport is not that big. Yeah, for sure. Mm. No, no, no. And um, Spain, plays, it... Spain are very good. Yeah, Spain. I think yeah, really cool. Same probably spin out progress more. Is um, Lapland in Sweden the Santa yeah, Claus? It is in Sweden, yeah. It ah. is in Sweden, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up north, up north. Did you ever go as a kid to see Santa Claus? I've never, oh, I've never fuck. gone to Lapland. It's, you know, it's you know it's super far away, and you have to pass like almost. You know, I told you, sixty percent is forest, right? In Sweden, mm. most of that forest is up north, so you just have to go through forest, 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 forest on dark, lonely roads. <laughs> And is there it's a road to get there? Your time. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of roads, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> All right. how boring, right? Yeah, sure, so far through dark And forests. dangerous sometimes, you know. Probably. You know, it's falling scary, asleep. You know? Yeah, falling asleep, like the driving and Yeah. yeah. I'll be falling asleep. Or you end up in the cults. Definitely. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Someone traps your car and they just like take you out of the car and just, you belong yeah. to a cult now. Yeah. It's left. But also, like driving, uh, it's pretty dangerous in Sweden because of the wild animals passing by on the roads, like mooses. Mooses are pretty common yes, in Sweden. 
Yeah, um, they are super common. I think we have at least half a million of them. Oof, for such Jesus. a small country as we are, that's a lot. Fuck it. Uh, and yeah, when we when you go to driving school, they teach you how to hit the moose because it happens so often, right? You're supposed to aim for the butt. Oh, <laughs> come the, on, bro. If you, hit the, if, you, if you hit the head or somewhere on the front side, the horns will come through the car and just smash it you. It makes sense. It makes sense for sure. If yeah, you're going yeah, to, yeah. to, to aim for the back legs. Oh, fuck. <laughs> if, you, if you have to. Of course, you will stop, right? It's the first decision. But, oh, uh, yeah, and also it's not just moose, you can hit reindeers. Oh, so the close animals, poor, poor yeah. Rodolfo. Not the Rodolfo. Actually, where, where I live, those are more dangerous than the moose. There's plenty more of reindeers than uh, mooses. What? Oh, poor them. Yeah, and reindeers are actually super interesting because, uh, so Swedish people, like Sweden has native people, not many people know this. Mm. Did you know this before? I, I didn't so, like, know we because of the bands you know i do i want really into music into rock and then they mm. they tell about about those you know natives swedish natives yeah. along so in the like, songs. Uh, like the americans the native americans we would have mm -hmm. native swedish people like i'm not a native swedish people person i'm an immigrant from if you go way back in history i would be an immigrant in sweden gotcha uh, so we call those sami people and actually sami people are the only ones allowed to own reindeer so if you hit the reindeer you own the money because that's oh, their money. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. That right. makes sense, and they would, though. They would have color on it. They would have a little spray on their butt with the color to know whose reindeer it belongs to. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do they travel yeah. with the reindeer? Like yeah. with, uh, with sledges? <laughs> I've, I've never seen it. I think they go by snowmobiles. I don't know too much about these people, to be honest. Right. I just know that they have their reindeer farms and... That's how they like to sustain. Yo, that's <laughs> a flex, having a reindeer as a, as a pet. Sounds what do they do with the reindeer yeah, then? Yeah. So, Sounds pretty Swedish. I mean, it's, it's not a pet, it's their business. That's how they make money. Oh, so, so they, they sell, just sell, they sell the meat. Oh, they sell oh, the yeah, reindeer? They, yeah, yeah oh, they eat a yeah. lot of meat. Oh no, they kill the reindeer. Reindeer oh. tastes amazing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the, the little reindeer. kids are just crying right now. Did he yeah, say I'm sorry. that he killed sorry, Santa this Claus is animals? <laughs> <laughs> but I, actually, to be honest, if I went to Sweden, I would love to try it, to be honest. Yeah, because it's yeah, such right. a I mean, it rare, unique. Yeah, yeah, it's not even rare to find it. You will find it super easy. We even have fast food for it. So like in the grocery stores, prepackaged sandwiches with reindeer meats. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Uh, and another thing that people usually don't or like I think it's strange, right? From my hometown, it's, this is only in my hometown in Sweden. Uh, it's not uncommon or like it's actually normal to eat horse meat. Oh yeah. Oh, I heard about. Yeah, we already had a, a guest from Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. In Kazakhstan, they they eat so much horse meat. It's like their yeah, traditional it's, food. Yeah. It's the mainly it's the mainly meat oh, really? right there. Wow. Yeah, in Kazakhstan. Yeah, okay. It's pretty yeah well, that you should know. It tastes, it tastes probably totally it tastes great, right? Horse sausage. <laughs> Yeah, she did say she that it, it's like very hard, but the flavor is very potent. So it's like it's big. Yeah, it's, it's super intense. Super intense. Yeah. yeah. So we have so, a very, wow. at least I love this sandwich. We call it horse shrimp, horse shrimp. So half sandwich shrimp, half horse. You start with the shrimp and then go on with the horse meat. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. That is super curious. But actually, it's the same here in South Africa because they eat like a very weird animal that I never ate in my life, ostrich. 
So oh, really? We, they, we have ostrich. ostriches really? too. Yeah, they eat ostrich oh. in here. They have farms for ostriches. You see the animals and then you eat them. So you Bro, they, they're very thin. They're very thin. Where do they get the meat from? No, 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 ostrich. no. It looks like uh, cow meat. It looks like cow meat. Okay. Like, All right. it's not it's not white meat. It's because you think, obviously, yeah, ostrich, of course, the bird is a, is a bird. bird. Yeah. But then the, the meat is very, like, looks like a horse, All right. basically. Not the animal, obviously. So, Guillermo, have you traveled around outside Cape Town yet? Um, only to the wine trams. So... I haven't gone to like, for example, Games Bay or anything or Gardens Route. Mm. So I haven't seen right. that area yet, okay. but I do want to. Is up north, up north here in South Africa of Cape Town, there is this mm. place called Althorn. And I don't remember if it stands for Little Netherlands or Little Amsterdam or something like that, but it's basically only Dutch descendants who live there. And the whole town sustains on, uh, what's it called? Ostrich farms. Oh. It's super. Oh, wow. I was there a few weeks ago, and it was super interesting. You just passed by, and like, there is no ostrich farm. There's no ostrich farm. There's an ostrich restaurant. There's no ostrich restaurants. Here ostrich you can buy ostrich restaurants. What the fuck? It's insane. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah it's it's the like other world, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, but it was super fun. Like, Some town is super cute. Oh my god! Wait, okay, up north in Cape Town, I actually had to check that out because I haven't been to an ostrich farm or ate ostrich yet, and I really want to do it. Yeah. But, um, and I do know that out, the ostrich out. eggs are mass massive. They're pretty, oh, yeah, yeah. pretty big. Those, those you can get in Portugal, though. Those are oh. like not popular, but you can acquire them if you want. But it's very hard to cook, I think, an ostrich egg because you need like you need a lot of time to. Cook <laughs> Fucking big. And how, how do you crack them when they're so thick, yeah. right? Oh my god! You have to like take both and throw it on the ground <laughs> with a hammer. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, like each country has its own like weird foods. Because in Portugal we eat snails, yeah. and snails are seen or deemed as like very weird and disgusting foods. But I love snails so much. I, so, I would agree to that statement. Yeah, yeah. it is deemed a bit weird. <laughs> snails very tasty, actually. So yeah, uh, I haven't tried, but I would I would try if I was at the restaurant to serve snails. You should, you should taste it. It's in Portugal, pretty, yeah, it's pretty unique the flavor. I, I can't. I think so, and. And the type of like the way that we cook our snails is very different than, for example, uh, France and um, mm -hmm. and other countries because we do like a big like pot with all the snails in the liquid. I ah, so it's such a Portuguese thing though. It's such a Portuguese thing. It's so funny. But yeah, each country has its own all right, weird. All right. I should try. Yeah. I should try. I guess here in Brazil, the weirdest one would be chicken heart. I guess when when I say chicken like, heart. Yeah, when I say Organs. chicken heart, people are like you know. Kind of, do you guys eat this and kind of stuff? Chicken hearts. Chicken heart, yeah. What? Heart How tiny is chicken. that? Do you eat it with a toothpick? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of, kind of. They're they're pretty, pretty, pretty thin and also small, but we eat the tons oh. of it. So you right, not right. you never eat only one. You need like you know, twenty five or kind of stuff. But but it sounds pretty, you know, <laughs> you know, pretty killer when you see in your plate it that does. that there are. 25 chickens killed for you to eat a dish, you know, so it's pretty, oh, it's right, pretty insane. Right. And is this, is this in all Brazil? Yeah, or in all Brazil, it's very common. No, no, it's very common. Right. The whole country, the whole country. Chicken hearts, who would have guessed? <laughs> Chicken yeah. hearts. Yeah, as I said. By the way, Victor, as I told you before, um, last week I, I was with other Swedish friends having a, a very big event as well in Sweden called Valberg, 
Is that how it's pronounced? Yes, Balber? correctly. And uh, English, we I think ate... it's called Valpurgis. Valpurgis. And they cooked basically a Swedish lunch for me and some other people just to try their Swedish dishes. And it was so good. Mm. But it was mostly herring, which I love. Oh, but it was so interesting. Tasty. Oh, yeah. And they have herring on like so many like different ways of cooking it. So I had like uh, onions on just like some transparent liquid. Then I had herring with tomato and herring with pesto and stuff like that. And then like the very small crackers with cheese and whatever. Yeah. It was so nice. Tell us a, a little bit about what Volberg is back at your place and even your university as, as we had. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, I don't know the historical reasons to celebrate Volberg. It's something religious, I would assume. Usually in Sweden, because we're a very secular country, right? A lot of our uh, holidays stems from religion, which a lot of young people don't really care about. So we've forgotten <laughs> the reason. We just do it out of tradition now. Probably someone knows the proper reason why we celebrate it. I don't. But uh, basically, it's a national holiday where you will go out and make a big fire and enjoy company of friends and food. And this is during a time when it's very dark. So we make this huge bonfire, which looks very pretty in contrast to the total darkness, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that would be the celebration in the nation. And then the university town I went to, Uppsala, is like the capital of Varborg. Like Varborg right. is a huge thing there. People travel with buses just to come there. And mm -hmm. in Uppsala, it's not just a day. Some people celebrate the whole week, or usually the normal thing is to celebrate three days, like Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, depending yeah, on weekend. what day it is. The whole weekend, yeah, depending on what day it is. Sometimes it's on a Thursday, Friday, oh. Saturday, because it also shifts during the years, right? But yeah, people who go all in celebrate the whole week from Monday to Sunday. Uh, Swedish carnival. So yeah, like. yeah, the city turns into a carnival. Yeah, so this will be difficult for me to explain. But like, Uppsala University has like same thing as American frat houses. It's student-run buildings, but it's not like you're used to see frat houses. You know, party with uh, <laughs> frat boys who speaks like, "What up, bro? We wanna come party?" It's not like yeah. that. <laughs> was, uh, yeah, no, no. Beer pong at so five. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So these nations, they're called, we have 13 of them, and uh, they're named after municipalities because this university is so old. It was founded in 1477. And back then, only rich people could go to university, right? And, and to have a way to negotiate or like to communicate, connect to other people, they would create these houses. It would be the Stockholm house or the Upland house or the Dalarna house, or the Lapland house. Uh, where they could meet, and they are still here today. And they run businesses like libraries, restaurants, dinner parties, clubs, housing. They have a shit ton of housing. And during Valborg, these places really turn up and make a special event. Everyone makes different events, like the Stockholm House would make like their own little carnival within. They would hire huge artists and would have an outdoor club and stuff like that. Amazing. Oh, Oh, and also the, um, the boat races that you actually And the boat me. races, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, the engineering, so engineering, the engineering school at, uh, what's it called in English, arranges a boat race, right? So it would be 150 boats. Anyone can sign up and you will come to this big field where the engineering departments 
just supply you with all the things you need to build your own boats. You can build whatever you want with your friends. Amazing. You come there, build it, and on the day, you will river raft down the river. Tons of people will watch you. Some will try mess with you, try to poke you out of the boat to throw water balloons or have water guns. There will be news media there, someone with a speaker. Fucking amazing. Yeah, it's well, great. You, you have to send me links of it. Amazing. Sounds, yeah, yeah. I've done it myself, cool. so I have some pictures. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Amazing. It's so fast. But I would say, I mean, it's not a race. It's more about seeing like how creative people can get with their boats, That's right? One. Some people yeah. make amazing, like, how do you call it, sculpture designs. Amazing. Because the boat that you showed me that you built was from the McDonald's monster, like the the purple one, right? It looked like it. Though. No, 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 no. Yeah, they look very oh. similar. Actually, it's from, the one I built is from a Finnish cartoon show that the Japanese now bought. So in Scandinavia and in Japan, we're crazy about this show. It's called Moomin. Moomin. Mm. You have not heard of it, have you? No, not mm. familiar with. It literally it's looks a, like a, the, the purple guy from McDonald's. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, they do look very similar. But if you have seen this show, you should know that that monster is like a trauma for every child in Swedish. He's so <laughs> oh, scary. Can't imagine. He's, a, he's an, or she actually, is an ice monster that just follows you and stares at you. Oh she my looks God. like that. Earth, yeah, yeah. Super, super scary. But yeah, no, it's from that uh, Finnish, actually, child okay. show. Yeah, ja Japan Which knows is... how to scare kids, you know. If those yeah, and yeah, for sure. They, they fucking know. <laughs> By the way, talking about ice, there's an uh, a ice hotel in a uh, in a village in Sweden, right? It's like very famous because they have to rebuild it every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is an ice hotel in a place called Jukasjärvi. So basically, everything is made out of ice except some foundation stuff because the like the cashier needs electricity, right? So that will not be ice. <laughs> But where you live, complete ice, complete ice. The bed is ice. Bad. You will oh, sleep, on, no, a, no, you no, sleep no. on a beer fur. Come on. It's like a big igloo, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've never been there, but I've seen pictures. My dad has been there. And it looks pretty amazing. They go all in on, like, the design and, uh, how do you call it, the architecture, like, how they draw things on the wall and stuff like that. It looks like any, like, vintage hotel, but of ice. Oh, wow. I just searched the location, and it's insanely up north it's like as i was telling you like almost borders norway up north yeah, yeah if not in this location they wow. probably melt so exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. wow and does it actually gather like a lot of tourists this place and how do you get there do you fly to a city close by do you drive there like if for for example I don't, someone I don't in know spain if they wanted to come to this hotel how how would they do it <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> I will tell you, I've been a student for so long, I can't afford to go to this hotel. Yeah. So, haven't, haven't done it. But I would assume that it's mostly for conference pe business people, right? Mm. If you own a company, you have some people, some international people coming over, you want to give them an experience, you could take them there. It's a very normal thing to do, I would assume. It's fascinating, because it's like an actual hotel made of ice, and they have to rebuild it every year, because it melts away during yeah. the, the summer. Wow! Yeah, it's just—it's crazy. <laughs> just how how do you it. walk there without slippery? You know, <laughs> with ice skatings or <laughs> just ice skate for the whole thing. Yeah, uh, before checking, you know, you have to know how to skate to ice skate. If you're not, you're not allowed to enter. <laughs> it's crazy. 
Oh my god. Have you seen the Northern Lights, Victor? Uh, the Aurora Borealis, as we call it in Portuguese. Yeah, that's actually a trigger point for me because I have seen them like super small, super lame ones when I was driving once back home. Uh, but when I moved here, there was so they are usually up north, right? That's where you can see them often. Well, my brother lives in one of the northernmost towns. He sees them every now and then. Oh, but I amazing. live in the more southern part of Sweden near Stockholm. They very like almost never happens there. But oh. when I moved to Cape Town, one month after, there was an explosion of northern lights right over there. Stockholm. Ah, uh, no, no, there in Stockholm. Oh fuck. In, Sto oh. in Stockholm, so imagine all these old buildings and the Amazing. silhouettes of the city and the Northern Lights behind it. And I wasn't oh. there. I could see it through other people's Instagrams. Oh, God. oh shit, that's... Oh. Sounds like a dream would... coming true for, you know... For that really is. It's, it's one of my dreams just to see Northern Lights. Me either, Lights. me either, bro. Yeah. Just, I mean, there is this joke in Sweden, when the first snow comes, everyone snapshots and Instagrams. When this Northern Lights came to Stockholm, I mean, Instagram exploded. Uh, All uh, these imagine. girls and guys were just uploading like crazy. Pictures. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Can imagine. That sounds amazing. But I guess it is easier to see them in Norway, right? I mean, that's what I, I've, I've been told. Because Norway has more, um, like, areas to see Northern Lights. Or maybe it's just uh, the same. Geography-wise, it would be easier to see it in Norway because they have more... Like the country stretches more north than Sweden. It kind of goes up and above Sweden and around. But I think Sweden has more towns up in those areas because the coastal, Sweden, Norway has the coastal parts where you can't live or walk or be because it's water and cold and wind. But in Sweden, we actually have towns here because we have mining industries up there. So I think as of going as a tourist, it's much easier in Sweden because it's oh, accessible. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. people always say that if they want to, to see the Northern Lights, they travel to Norway. And I mean, it's the main, yeah. the most famous one. But well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice, they have nice more Northern Lights because they are more up north than we are. Definitely, definitely. I just saw the picture. This looks insane, Victor. This yeah, looks insane. Saw, yeah. Victor has shared with us, listeners, uh, the pictures from Stockholm during the Northern Lights. Uh, it was this year or last year? It was this year. This year. All right. So yeah, this year uh, it was amazing. We will definitely be sharing in our Instagram profile those pictures. For right, you. Yeah, for sure. The beauty that I missed out. Yeah, on. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Actually, now let's talk a little bit about like ancestors from Sweden, Vikings. I've heard that was like a Vikings. <laughs> I've heard that was like an insane uh, thing that happened in Sweden, where one of the um, I don't know if it's a Viking or, or a king that he became a pirate because he was very like a delinquent in Sweden. Then he went to Denmark to try to do something. And Denmarkish people were like, no, get the hell out of here. He went to a castle and then he just became a pirate. Do you know who, um, I think it's called Eric the 13th of Sweden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eric the Stora, I think we would call him. No, actually, I don't know too much about Vikings. Uh, some Swedish people has a huge hard on for them and would know a lot about it. But me personally, I've never been too interested, you know, not too interested yeah. in Vikings. No, this, I mean, they're cool to watch the stuff. It's a fucking stereotype for, for Swedish or I mean, for, <laughs> for the whole uh, Scandinavians, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know one mind. fun fact about Vikings and you know Bluetooth, right? Yeah, I know. I know Bluetooth, bro. Bluetooth is a Swedish invention. And it's yeah. named after 
Harald Blåtand. Blåtand in Swedish is Bluetooth. Victor, you don't, for you don't know what's happened last week here in Brazil. There is this show, no, no, no. Uh, if you want to be a millionaire, and that was the question. One million uh, reais question. Uh, it Did was he... like, uh, uh, who? Uh, it was named after what? Uh, Bluetooth. And it was like some options, the, the king, uh, a pope, or I don't know, a soldier. And uh, the answer, of course, was uh, this uh, Swedish king. king. So oh, wow. yeah, the guy the guy missed the the, the question like he was oh, like oh, didn't yeah, get it yeah, he didn't get it he missed yeah mistake oh wow okay but uh, now you know this if you end up there you yeah I know because of the TV show bro and now you said this was yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking famous I'll be sharing with you guys the video like <laughs> oh, that is a very specific question to ask yeah in very specific yeah to ask in Brazil it was yeah. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. if you guys, if you used to be Swedish guys listening and watching the show, they would be like, hey, I would be a millionaire in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing. Because also my, my favorite animated movie is How to Train Your Dragon. And it's basically about like Swedish lore and, um, and yeah, dragons, obviously, because dragons are like big part of the Scandinavian lore. Um, so and I, I love dragons since, since a kid. I'm like yeah. passionate and just like super locked in in dragons so i was always right, like right. very very big on vikings and that kind of stuff yeah. well <laughs> yeah. hey if you ever visit me in Uppsala, we can go to the old part of Uppsala where we have i think four viking graves and an old viking Ooh. town oh i want to do that's that cool. so bad <laughs> i'll cry though i probably cry because yeah. that, that's such a big nostalgia for me <laughs> like vikings that kind of stuff Shed and during Valborg in the old Uppsala, they have like the hugest bonfire ever. It's an insanely large bonfire. Not that I have been there because I usually like to party in town at the same time. I can't do both, right? But I've seen oh, pictures and heard. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. yeah. So, Victor, uh, uh, we saw that you're kind of into sports, right? So, yeah. how do you like hockey, ice hockey right there? Right? Like, we see the. Ice hockey is pretty famous there in Sweden. A lot of players, a lot, a lot of NHL players go play in Sweden in the offseason and then go back to the US when the NHL season is on. So they do, they yeah, do. I'm pretty into hockey. Uh, I, I yeah. really like hockey, like NHL and watching. Yeah. I, I really like do watching this. And there are a bunch of Swedish players right there. Like yeah. Brad Martian, Bergeron, those guys, you know, from Boston Bruins, the team I support. So, yeah, I do like How do you like it? I mean, I played hockey as a kid and I enjoy watching the World Cups. Amazing. But uh, I don't watch any sports uh, when it comes to like teams and stuff like that. Yeah, it takes up too much time for me. So I haven't, haven't gotten there yet. I play a lot of sports right now, but I don't watch any, to be honest. I watch the World Cups. And I know a fun fact that one of my friends always tells me when it's the World Cup going on. And we will always like... Uh, brag about how many gold medals Sweden have and on Wikipedia we have the second most gold medal after Russia but if you count the USSR as a separate country and Russia as a separate country we have the most gold medals of all people oh okay. wow yeah because okay. I don't cool. really he says that you shouldn't count USSR as Russia because it was much more than Russia right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah for sure was it the whole so, continent Gold medals of, of what? Of just World, football? World Cup hockey. 
But you guys still play football, maybe more inside football than actually like outside football because you could only train probably during the summer <laughs> to play outside. No, we play a lot. Of, we play a lot of soccer. It's the biggest sport in Sweden. Doesn't mean that we're good at it, but it's the biggest sport in Sweden. Uh, we can't play outside during winter. We have heated uh, fields and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They melt the they melt the, the snow and probably like covers of like the covers. stadium covers. Yeah, so the snow stadium covers, in. heated floors. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's, a fun it's fact crazy. that I they actually pretty like about Sweden. It's the uh, Scandinavian country with uh, more immigrants right there. For example, Ibrahimovic, he, he's an immigrant. He was living in Malmo. Yeah, he's from from Bosnia, right? Yeah, he's from uh, his family is from Bosnia. So you guys do, do you guys got a lot a, a lot of you know immigrants right there right in Sweden? We do have a lot of immigrants. Yes, Sweden took a big responsibility during the immigrant crisis in 2014-15. Yeah, that's pretty. So yeah, nice. for sure, for sure. Okay. Cool. Hmm. They, is it easy to get jobs like as an immigrant coming to Sweden because it's impossible to live in Sweden if you don't have a Swedish job because obviously it's the pay great is much different than Spain, Portugal, whatever. Yeah, if you're if you're a legal immigrant, you will always be fine in Sweden because of the strong social security, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but to find a job is actually very hard as an immigrant, because if they realize that you don't have perfect Swedish, it's gonna be very difficult for you to find a proper job. Oh wow! Yeah. So you can't do with just English. You can if you, for low end jobs, no. But for high end jobs, you can, yeah. Mm. Okay. okay 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 yeah that makes sense for sure do you, do people actually listen to swedish house mafia in in swedish in in sweden <laughs> or do you guys I, I, like no, uphold uh, i haven't dutch, done it right? since high school i sorry actually i guess they're dutch bro just the name I of the band no, is no, swedish no, they, they are swedish, they are swedish. Oh, oh okay okay my, oh, my swedish, bad my but, bad uh, they were pretty big during when i was in high school I would think 2013 mm -hmm. or something like that. Uh, but then they separated, joined together again, separated, joined together again. I think they released something new quite recently, right? Yeah, yeah they yeah, did. I haven't heard that one. This year. They They're doing a tour, yeah. actually. They're doing like a tour through Europe. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I feel like they have reunited too many times. So I was like, oh, they did it again. <laughs> Same. Uh, the, yeah. only song, the only song I know is Don't You Worry, Child. The one oh, that everybody yeah. knows the mainstream. It's, it's insanely big. It's insanely big. <laughs> I didn't watch them answer. separately, so they're very good. But um, but like them together, I feel like they were only big in 2013, 14, as you were saying, because then they separated. But like yeah, that yeah. ultra set that they did is just insane from 2013. Yeah, like yeah. Back then they were the huge. Your, yeah, viewership, a hundred percent. Do you uh, have yeah. any like insane adventures through Sweden, like stories that you'd like to tell us from your like, childhood, uh, from, from back in your life? Do I have I done amazing adventures? I would say I've done much more adventures here in Cape Town. Sweden is a very mellow city, it's not very adventurous to be honest. We don't have wild seas, no wild mountains like that, no. Hmm. So it's uh, I haven't done any adventures. Sorry, guys. Like road trips. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. 
<laughs> but maybe like road trips just to see like the the beautiful like forest that you have going in to Sweden. the north i mean i live next to the have forest you ever I reached, uh, I, I hit by car some miles <laughs> just swerving moose. oh i've seen plenty of moose are... but i've never never, never hit, hit by car myself, no. all right no never never <laughs> almost hit reindeers once i wasn't uh, that close to be honest and i've been in areas where there's has supposedly been bears, but they never attacked me, you know. Have you pet any petted any like reindeer moves? Or like came very like close to like uh, holding one? I actually wanted to. I wanted to stop when I saw them the first time, I wanted to stop the car and go out and pet them. Because they are actually pretty chill with people. I guess if I could mm. walk up there, but I was talked out of it. <laughs> so I did uh, I didn't do it now. Because you can't stop in the middle pressure. of the road, right? Definitely. I mean, you just put the four blinkers on and then it's done. <laughs> just get out yeah, of the car. Yeah, in Cape Town, I would have done that, but traffic in Sweden is more more strict. See, we don't typically do that. <laughs> Shit, oh. I can imagine. I would definitely stop my car and pat it. Oh, hell I never, I never seen in my life. It's very exotic for me. A lot of people yeah, think yeah. it's a it's a mystical animal, like a unicorn. A lot of people, I, actually, I'm, I kid you not, a lot Reindeer. of people think it's a fake animal. Yeah. Because it's like it's oh. you know with the with the lore of Santa Claus and stuff like that, people just think it's like a um, magic. How's it called? Like um, um, an elk. Fine. People yeah, think yeah. it's like an, an elk. elk, but it's like a made up oh. a made up elk, basically. But still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd love to see one to be honest. No, be so sure. Yeah, they are very pretty with their white fur and low head and horns. Pretty That's animals, fine. yeah. They're pretty, pretty big. And I've heard like once that uh, actually again for car accidents, some people actually put some collar on the on the horns of some of the elks and the mooses. But I'm not sure if, if that's in Sweden because I saw a crazy picture once of where they put like these fluorescent collars on the horns of the animals so that you could see them at night. Oh, Probably not really? every single one. If, yeah. if that is true, that's I haven't seen them by night. But if that's true, it's a brilliant idea. It's it's an insane picture. It's like if you put just like elk fluorescent color Sweden on on Google, they'll probably you'll yeah. probably see what I mean. But obviously, it's not to every mm. single one because, as you said, it's like half a million population of just mooses and elks. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. I hope I hope it doesn't like predators doesn't find them easily when we do that. Oh, but for sure, yeah. in terms of cars, that's a great idea because I mean, who wants to hit an animal? For several reasons, right? But then they get terrifying because you see like the big colors from the horns and then the eyes pop in as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. Business. You know, I saw the picture and, and it looked like a demon. It looked like a demon. It's insane. So, business imagine, you, just, you just told me this now, right? So I wouldn't I wouldn't know. So if I saw some like flying illumicent horn in the dark, I don't know what I would do. Uh, what? I'd scare my ass. Is it the shrooms? Is it something yeah. else? LSD something? <laughs> Stranger it's Things monsters. Right there. <laughs> Literally Stranger Things no, in real life. Amazing. So, guys, we are coming to you an end of our podcast already. But before he do the question he does every single episode, I just want to ask Victor about a thing that's kind of well known right here in Brazil. That Swedish people, actually the alcohol there in Sweden is pretty expensive. And still you guys drink a lot. So how is it like, how is, how, how is it? It was like kind of a kind of, you know, method from the government to, you know, make people drink less. Then they increase the taxes yeah. into alcohols. But still people are drinking as fuck. 
It's, that is very true. It's extremely accurate. Um, so the taxes on alcohol is very high because we have a national healthcare, right? Yeah. So the money put on this, it's called a point tax. The tax on the alcohol is used to supply the alcohol. It's in the hospitals. And also we have, uh, you, can, you can't buy an alcohol in the stores. You have to go to a government-specific store. Really? Only that place you can buy alcohol. Yeah, they will have everything. Beers, ciders, wine, spirits, whatever. Wow. You have to go to this specific store that the government run to buy alcohol. So and actually, yeah, it's super expensive. you don't have an alcohol store right there. If you go to the shop and you're trying to buy a beer or whatever, you can't. You, you won't find it. Impossible impossible okay. not even we have a few wine farms uh, in the southern of sweden not even there you can buy their wine oh, to take really? home no we have to go to the government stores and it has an historical reason to why it is that way so sweden used to be a poor country and poor countries tend to cope by drinking a lot or doing other drugs if they can get their hands on it right yeah uh, sweden was no different we drank a lot had a shit ton of alcoholics so the government started this uh, system right and before when my dad was young it was even worse so then you had to go to the store you could only buy a certain amount of alcohol they would have a book with your name in it and they would check off okay you bought 10 beers and one bottle of booze and that's enough for you you can't buy anything else for the month jesus christ it sounds like you wow. know illegal it sounds like buying a pot bro <laughs> yeah by the weed, literally yeah, yeah. well do you think that it's working like uh, uh -huh. this system, like how that's, that's a that's a debate every year. Uh, I would actually very much like if breweries could sell their breweries and wine farms could sell their own stuff. I think it's mm -hmm. quite rude, or actually unethical because they run a business, right? They should be able to sell their stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but you know what? That, I don't, it's I, a fucking paradox because here in Brazil, you can find some Swedish, you know, brewers, you know, selling their beers right here in the shop. Oh, and really? If, yeah, and if you want to go uh, right there in Sweden, you can buy in the shop. It's fucking it. paradox. It's super strange. That's crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah. But in wow. terms of selling it in uh, like specific private alcohol shops or at the grocery store, no, I wouldn't like that because of the strong alcohol culture. Definitely. It would. I. I. Yeah. No one knows because. Uh, there's no proof, but I believe it would increase consumption even yeah. more. I, I guess it's also a coping mechanism for the dark lights and the dark, the low hours of light. So people just tend yeah, to maybe, maybe. alcohol. And especially like you guys tend to stay inside your homes a lot. And that also increases we alcohol do. consumption because it's it's yeah, yeah, it's a coping method basically. So yeah. Imagine yeah. this corona time, the COVID. I, I was in Poland and I was drinking every single day, bro. <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty different i mean i can, I can yeah. imagine I, I can feel i can feel your your opinion why why you turn to do this yeah feel free mm. to do the last question to an hour guest yes yes sure. yes let's do it so victor we always end with this uh let's say big question but it's a very chill question still and it's like even something that you probably say to people once you meet them even here in south africa when you travel whenever um, you go uh, yeah, uh, and what is the thing that makes you the most proud about being from Sweden? What would you say? All right, so for me, it's the liberal parts of Sweden. Sweden is a super open and liberal country. It doesn't matter what religion or what opinions you have, or if you're gay or whatever, you're always welcome in Sweden. And we don't even, we uphold this within Sweden, and we also try to export these ideas out of Sweden. Sweden is the only country in the world where 1% of the GDP goes to foreign aid. 
to support ideas like this. All right. Wow. Sounds the, amazing. The donations. Yeah, awesome. it's a typical misconception that because we're a social democracy with a strong social security net and uh, high taxes that we're not a liberal country. But Sweden is a super liberal country. For example, we didn't have a lot of COVID restrictions because that would infright on our liberal freedoms to move and gather. Mm. Yeah. I'm very proud wow. of that. Amazing. And also you guys got great on me, right? <laughs> Greta <You> Thunberg. <laughs> Greta Thunberg. Oh yeah, we oh, have Greta. Yeah, she, she, she <laughs> has <laughs> been inactive for a while, but yeah, she we we for have sure, her, for sure. where she is right now. Probably in school, doing her classes that she yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Back to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, <laughs> you know, the world. Stressing about the exams right now. <laughs> After meeting Donald Trump, words, she's yeah. back in the bench with everyone yeah. else. She already beat <laughs> Trump, and now she's back to school. <laughs> Amazing. That was her only mission, to shut up Trump and then just go back to school. Yeah, that's it. No, Don't Greta worry. is great. I'm, I'm proud of Greta, too. She has a, she has a good job, especially yeah, she's for her pretty age. Great. Yeah, she's pretty young, yeah. and she, her opinion is pretty strong. Really yeah. yeah, and, and she even went by boat to Lisbon. Yeah, yeah she, she went by oh, yeah, boat, yeah. by by a sailing boat to Lisbon. It was like a, a huge thing, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had so much engagement on that post that she posted, like saying, "Hey, mm. I'm in Lisbon on the sailing boat," and I was like, "Oh shit!" What a person! What a person! Yeah, little Greta kid, Thunberg. little kid sailing a big ass boat. Literally Viking. That's like she's a Viking. Out. She was a Viking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greta Thunberg <laughs> was a Viking when she yeah. in the other incarnation, other life. She was definitely a Viking for sure. A hundred percent. To all I'm listeners, thank you so much for being with us until the end of this podcast. Victor, appreciate it, bro, for accepting the invitation. It was amazing this conversation. And For thank sure. you so much. Yeah, do you want to say something to our listeners? Feel free. Hey, guys. Yeah. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Goodbye. See you, guys. Take it easy. Bye-bye.